0: Hey guys, welcome to the Tweed Coast Church podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweed Coast Church crew. So good. Are any of you green thumbs? Green thumbs? Just put your hand up if you're green thumbs. Your green green thumbs, meaning you are good. You know, none of you. Green thumbs, nice and high. Come on, don't be ashamed. Don't be bashful. And, and, you know, like whatever you touch just, you know, grows in the garden. Put your hands up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up nice and high. Everybody else, let's stare at these people. Um, Look, I know hate's a really strong word. But we might just, those that aren't green thumbs, might just be really envious of you. Um, you know, but we we love you. We're thankful for you. I love the outdoors. I actually love gardening. But actually, here's a picture of my current veggie patch. Um, More of a patch than a veggie patch. Uh, And so it's still green. I mean, it's still green. I mean, there might be many vegetables. There's parsley. If you want to grow anything, you know, parsley's the 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 go. Or mint, just let it go. But uh, yeah, there's more weeds than there is veggies. But I do love gardening, and that, that's really cool. You know, um, God, God is really into uh, gardening. He, 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 and in fact, Jesus says, my father is a gardener. And, and uh, interesting kind of terminology for Jesus to say of his heavenly father, the God we've been worshipping today. And if you read John 15, one of my most my precious passages of scripture for me, John 15... Jesus speaks about fruitfulness. He speaks about being connected to this vine, which was Jesus. We are the branches. And he says, you know what? If you remain in me, three things will happen. You'll be fruitful. Who wants to be fruitful? Who wants to be fruitful? Some of you. It's like, yeah, maybe. Fruitful. That you'll be full of joy. Who wants some joy? Just not a little bit, like, you know, like a joy that like, stays when everything else is, is you know what, I'm holding. And the third thing that gives God much glory, great glory, that, that's fruit of somebody that remains connected to the vine, the real vine, which is Jesus, that we bear fruit and fruit that will remain. We receive joy and it gives Jesus, the Heavenly Father, much glory. I want that kind of life. I want that kind of life and fruit from my life to remain in the vine. And, you know, he really says, you remain in me and I will remain in you. And it's a very powerful God principle to connect with those thoughts. Today, you have a seed in your hand, not because I'm necessarily talking about physical garden, gardening. Uh, I'm speaking about the power of a seed, yeah. the power of a seed today. Yeah. Uh I love this scripture, Mark 4:30. Watch this, that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Now you actually have, I know you're wondering, you actually have a pumpkin seed in your hand. I think I had one. Can I find it? No, it's in my pocket, I think. Oh, it's right down in the, you know, you can get the little triangle at the end of your pocket. It's, a, it's actually a pumpkin seed. You know, you know why I didn't give you a mustard seed? Because they're really, really, really small. Well, like you wouldn't be able to hold it right now, but just hold that. Can you hold that in your hand, the whole service, if you can? Don't eat it um, if you get hungry. Now, now, let's compare this. The seed that this is speaking of is that actually smaller than this seed, that, uh, than a mustard seed. The seed you hold in your hand is bigger than a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Watch this. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in in it in its shade so there's blessing from that kind of tree remember this thought today i'm speaking on the power of the seed because each one of us have seeds in our life we have seeds maybe you're thinking about your your own life There are seeds in your life that God has given you. They're they're faith seeds. They're seeds uh, of financial resource. They're seeds of energy. They're seeds of dreams. They're they're seeds of of vision that God wants to impart in your life. Maybe think about a little step further, your family. There are seeds in your life. It's your marriage. It's a seed. There are children in your life that are like seeds. There's opportunity in your family what you can do together. Then things a little bit more macro, there are seeds in this church of what we can do and become together. They are all seeds of God that God has placed in our hand. We're going to look at the power of the seed. This is the first thought that I want to encourage you with today. First of all, trust the potential of the seed. Trust the potential of the seed. See, you're holding a pumpkin seed. They say that some pumpkins can produce up to 500 seeds. Uh, Yeah, I was waiting for a while, but I was just waiting for it to... So one seed, a seed never just produces one seed. A seed, even a pumpkin seed, can produce up to 500 in one pumpkin. It speaks about potential in one seed. The seeds of God in your life could never, should never be limited to what you see as a seed. Because there's potential, unbridled, unreleased potential in the seed. The seed of faith, a seed of a decision, a seed of following God's Word, a seed of raising your kids in the house of God. It is a seed. You've got to understand the potential of the seed. Look to the person beside you on your right. Look to them first. Now look to your second choice. Look to them. Now just think about yourself. How wonderful you are. Ah, oh, I love her. Oh you've been listening to my preaching again. Come on. Tell us, tell us the ball. I love her. You are wonderful. Some of you actually have troubles with thinking like that, which is a whole nother message. Uh, it, it's called, uh, what was that message I did on ID? Uh, show me your ID. Uh, get that series. I'm here to tell you that there's something in you. There, there's colors in you. There's that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That there's no one like you in all of the the, the world, all of the world, that you are so unique. Our thumbprints remind us of that. Sometimes we forget it. Sometimes we, times we think it's just our thumbprint that's different to everybody else. No, there's personality in you, there's giftings in you, there's anointings in you, there's gracings in, in you that are so unique to the world. Let me trace it back a bit that all of that began with a seed. Yeah, yeah. Without going to year nine biology classes, it began with a seed. It was a race, if you remember. You know, there was a million sperm that took off on the race. My mum is now looking down. It's like, no. I just, uh, <laughs> my son is talking about... And there was a race right from the, from the start, and the sperm took off, and they were beating each other up. No, no. And they were racing. To a prize. The prize was the egg. The single egg. And the eggs just <laughs> doing what eggs do. And then there's the sperm. I was just like, get out of my way. The and they're rushing. Get out of my way. And And then you know what? There was only one winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I know it's not. You know, you're like, where are you going to take this? One sperm in an egg. It started with a seed that you were created. At that point, no matter what the world says, that that is the beginning of a person's life. Right there, right there. I'm not even going to go there today, but it begun right there. That even, even before that happened, that God had an image of you. And he said, this is what's going to happen, that you were created in the image of God. I want you to realize that you were created out of one seed. Now, let's step forward to who you are now, 20 years later, 30 years later, 40 years later, whatever it is. And what is inside of you, it all began with one seed, the potential of a seed. I want you to trust the potential because you know what? If you don't trust the potential, you're likely to hold back. You're likely to hold back and be stingy with your life. Be stingy with the seeds that you sow. But we're called to be farmers. We really are. That sow seeds in our life. Now, some of you are taking this literally and you have had more kids than you can take care of. You're looking at buying minibus. You've been casting so many seeds around the place. There's an awkward laugh for my wife right there. You see... When you sow seeds in the right soil, you've got to trust the potential of what is... Coming, that's like friends today, I want you to understand. This is one of my uh, closest scriptures that I've held dear while planning a church. Zechariah 4.10, do not despise the day of small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begun. Do not despise a small seed. Do not despise the day of small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices when the work's begun. Why? He knows the potential in the seed. You never look down, oh, I don't have enough faith. Or, you know, it's like, well, just put that seed in the ground and watch what God can do with it. Oh, I don't have enough talents. You put it in the ground and you watch what God can do with it. Why? Because there's potential in the seeds that we sow. Trust the potential, can I urge you today, of your life, your marriage, your family, your thoughts, your your, your dreams that God has placed in your heart. Trust the potential. I, I want to take a step further. Trust the provider of the seed. That's the second thought. Trust the provider of the seed. You know, trust the provider of the seed. You know, because the seeds that God has placed in your life, they have come from God. They have come from God. If we don't get this, we think that we are the supplier of everything, whether it's resource, energy, time. We kind of get kind of like poverty mentality like if i give that oh there'll be less it's not what the bible got the bible is so upside down in in, in our thinking that the bible actually says things like that the world of the generous gets larger and larger so you sow seeds and your world gets larger and larger Wow, you know what, that, that's what God has for you. But you hold back, the world of the stingy, it goes on, grows smaller and smaller. Who wants a larger life, a bigger life, where we're believing for all of God's goodness? Friends, can I encourage you today to trust the provider of the seed? Trust the provider of the seed that He's given you seeds. He's given you dreams. He's given you ideas. He's given you a marriage. He's given you your kids. Trust the provider that those seeds in your life are from the hand of God. Philippians 4, 19. And my God, say my God, shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Can somebody take 10 seconds to thank the Lord for that right now? You see, if you don't trust the provider, you can actually be tempted to sow sparingly, yeah. just to, you know, because you, you think you're going to have less if you you give. Yeah. But it's not the law of the kingdom. Second Corinthians nine six says this: that Remember this: a farmer, a farmer who plants only a few seeds, will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. This is you. This is your destiny that God has for you for a large harvest, a large harvest of joy, a large harvest of peace, a large harvest of blessing in your marriage, a large harvest of fruitfulness in your life. Trust the provider of the seed. Third thing, last thing, trust the plan of the seed. Trust the plan of the seed. The seed, hold it in your hand. You still got it? Look at it. The seed has a plan. The seed has a plan. In Mark, Jesus speaking again, also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day while he's asleep or awake. The seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. Some of you are still trying to work out how. Trust it to God. Trust the plan of the seed. You don't always need to know how. He is the God of the how. Trust him with the seed, because there is a plan in the seed that when it goes down into the ground, its promise, its purpose is to die in the ground And there to bear fruit. That scripture goes on. The earth produces the crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through. Then the heads of wheat are formed. And finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle. For the harvest time has come. A man was asking the great man of God, Smith Wigglesworth, if you know Smith Wigglesworth, he's really kind of a, a father of our faith when it comes to uh, you know, the revival movement and the, moval, uh, the movement of, of God through healing, signs and wonders. Um, you know, Smith Wigglesworth, a great man of faith. This man came up to him one day and said, "You know, Smith, tell us what's the secret of having great faith? Smith Wigglesworth said, uh, it's quite easy, sir. It's quite easy. First the seed, then the stalk, then the plant. And he walked away. The principle was this. He was trying to show this, this man that thought he was so, uh, he had so many limitations when it came for himself being a man of God. But Smith was, you know what? You just sow a, sow a seed. Uh, you, you trust the potential. You trust the, the plan. You, you just trust the provider of the seed and you put it in the ground because the seed has a plan. The seed has a plan. You see, just because we, the seed loses, uh, leaves our hand for a while, it doesn't leave our life. Just because it leaves your hand for a while. I'm speaking to some people that have unsaved sons and daughters, and, and there's seeds of faith that you're praying over their life. And you think, hey, I've, they've gone from my hand, but you're praying, you're believing. What are you doing? You're sowing seeds. They might have left your house, they may have left your hand, but they have not left your life. Why, you've got to understand that the seed has a plan. The seed has a plan. And, and sometimes it's actually to go down in the ground. You know what, with a seed, you can't see it when it's in the ground. Sometimes we can be like, you know, our, our young children, uh, like my youngest, Caleb. Uh, you know, when we sow seeds, you, you know, you sow seeds in the ground. Come on, Caleb, we'll water it. And then I wake up next morning, and Caleb's got a handful of soil and the seed in his hand. Daddy, there's no lettuce. There's no lettuce. I'm like, Caleb, you just dug up the seed. you got to wait a while, brother. you got to wait a while. you got to let it do its thing. The seed has a plan. You trust the plan. You trust the plan, you see, and you, you, you. The Bible says that one man sows, another man waters, but God brings the increase. You got to trust the increase is God's. The problem is that we're just so fast-paced that we just want everything right now. Come on, somebody, if you're like me, lacking patience, so you can just wave your hand a little bit. And confession time. The rest of you, you know, can fly around the room. We've never seen angels before in real life. So that's just beautiful. And it's just so fast-paced. We want, you know, we want McDonald's like now. If drive through is like three minutes past the barber, we're like, I'm never coming back here. Yeah. Uh, anybody actually throw something at your computer screen when, uh, you know, rainbow circles going around and around? And it's just like tapping the table. You know what? Because we want it now. Yeah. We, we, we want it now the thing of the kingdom is not always now god is moving be sure of that be sure that he is moving but trust the plan of the seed that as you sow it in the ground it might be those prayers of faith it might be your financial resource it might be the dream that as you sow it in the ground trust the plan you know what a seed needs to do it actually needs to go in the ground and die split open We think that that process is like death that has left us. But God's just saying, hey, I'm just setting up something. I'm just setting up something. I'm on this. I'm on this. And and, and then the soil, good soil. And where's our green thumbs at? And then the water. And God's just doing his thing. And you've just sowed the seed. See, our temptation, if we don't trust the plan, is to go and dig it out before it's time. Say, you know, God didn't do that for me. And, and just act like, you know, a five-year-old and stamp our feet. Oh, my lettuce hasn't grown yet. Maturity is actually saying, I'm sowing seeds and I'm trusting God to bear these seeds in my life. And I'm just going to hold on. He said it. He told me to do it and I'm going to obey and trust and obey. Those two powerful steps for our lives. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. We trust the seed. We obey. We plant a seed. We plant a seed, Dougie. We plant a seed. We plant a seed. seed. Trusting that the seed will do its job. It has a plan. It has a plan. Tell the person beside you it has a plan. Go and tell them your second choice and tell them it has a plan. It has a plan. And it's God who is the Lord of the harvest that will bring about that harvest in your life. Can I hear a good amen? Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, say proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Can I prophesy over us as a church? That's a rhetorical question because I'm going to. We've been sowing seeds as a church. We we sowed seeds in our community before we even had public services, public meetings. Seeds of good deeds, loving on people, renovating people's homes, going fixing up homes of people that their houses burned down, sowing seeds in our community. You've been loving on people. You've been... Buying and giving and delivering love out loud packs for, for everybody on the tweet, basically. You've been giving, being so generous in your heart. They are seeds of good deeds. You've been praying, many of you, for what God is about to release on this region. Let's trust the seed. Trust the plan that God has a plan for every seed that you sow. He has a plan for every prayer that you pray. Trust that seed to go into the ground. Don't dig it up. Don't walk away and just say, you know, this, that, or the other. Trust the seed. Trust that God has a plan, that He is the provider, that He has a plan for your seed, His potential of that seed. Trust Him with your future. Let's, as a church, trust Him to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can think, ask, or imagine according to His Spirit that has that work within us. God wants to release a new day of seed sowing in our lives, and in our ministries, in In our future, where we don't doubt the process, but we sow the seed, trusting that God and only God can do exceedingly above what we can think, ask, or imagine. We trust Him with the plan in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap of praise. Why don't you stand to your feet right now? Right across this place, yeah. Grab that seed in your hand, hold it. Put your fist on your heart right now. Whatever it is, in whatever way, those seeds in your life, you just need to respond today in your heart. At this moment, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. I'll bring you down the front today. We're moving on with some other stuff. But right now, I want the Holy Spirit just to lead you into a response where you and God are just meeting face to face and you are trusting Him. You're trusting His provision. You're trusting the potential. Some of you, God is giving fresh new dreams today. And like, you feel like you could just run a thousand miles spiritually. You know what that is? God is giving you a vision, a fresh vision, fresh energy, spirit empowerment. Trust the potential of that seed. Some of you have doubted the plan. You've been sowing seeds and you've doubted the plan. It's all right to doubt, but don't move on the doubt. Move on the faith step and trust trust the process that even while it's in the ground, God is working. That even while it's small, even while it's just sprouting, God is working. He is on the move in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Take five seconds just to do your business with God right now. Come on. Thanks for listening to today's podcast We pray that you are touched by God's word If you would like to know more about Tweedcoach Church Church, Please visit Tweedcoachchurch.com.au